Welcome to 52 Weeks in the Word. I'm your host, Trillian Newbell, and today I have Dr. Bill Thrasher. Dr. Thrasher is a professor at Moody Theological Seminary and is lead professor of spiritual formation and discipleship. Part of the motivation for 52 Weeks in the Word is to help people get in the Word and ultimately enjoy knowing and loving their Savior. What is a spiritual discipline and what promise is connected to meditation on Scripture? In regard to what is a spiritual discipline, um, to me, as I've thought about it, this is, it would, I would define it as this. Any activity that helps you arrange your life so as to live in the fruit of the Spirit. So in that sense, any activity that helps you arrange your life if you look at very spiritual discipline books, um, Richard Foster's Celebration of Discipline, uh, written a number of years ago, made a big splash. Uh, Dallas Willard, The Spirit of the Disciplines. Um, Pastor Ken Hughes, Dr. Hughes, The Disciplines of a Godly Man. His wife wrote a correspondent, Dr. Disciplines of a Godly Woman. Uh, Donald Whitney, a fine book on spiritual. You look at those, you will not find identical lists. There are a variety of lists. Now, I think you've asked me about... Um, Perhaps the most basic, I'd encourage my students to not just encourage and require them to write a six-month spiritual discipline plan. Now, I say at least include the discipline of Scripture, which we're going to talk about, meditation, which God promises to bless like no other, and also the discipline of prayer. Now, there are many others. There's the discipline of service. There's the discipline of, uh, uh, you know, rest. Um, quite frankly, there are many, many others. But that general definition, any activity that helps you arrange your life so as to live in the fruit of the Spirit. Um, I give my students ideas about how to choose which ones. Now, we're going to talk about the discipline of meditation, but you, you look at, okay, what barriers are hindering you from living like Jesus? What particular practices or experience or relationships would help you overcome those barriers? Um, think about your own unique temperament, your own unique gifts. Sometimes they say spiritual disciplines books. Some of them are written by introverts to frustrate extroverts. I hope not. Uh, but, you know, look at, look at the season of your life. There are different seasons of your life in regard to your family life, in regard to your ministry, uh, in regard to your own personal development. Uh, there are seasons that are very much input seasons. And, you know, balance will look different in various seasons. So look at the seasons of your life. Look at your negative emotions. Look at the scars of your family's past. Those things in regard to what to be involved in. But certainly, no matter what you choose in regard to those, and that's a very edifying question to ask, you look at uh, the discipline of meditation. That's, that is what God promises to bless like no other discipline. Yeah, so it's interesting because something you said, I want to kind of go back we're going to back up just a little. You said it helps you live in the fruit of the Spirit, which is really interesting. And I don't know if I've heard it framed that way. So the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Can you tell me more about that? How does spiritual disciplines help you with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, etc.? Well, certainly, uh, you, you think about whatever is lacking in your life. If you talk about the discipline of Scripture, uh, you plant the seed of God's Word in your life, and, that, and the Spirit of God produces fruit from that seed. Uh, if you say, you know, I want to be more loving, well, you, you, you memorize and meditate on a passage like First Corinthians 13, and, and God produces that. You say, you know, I need, I need 
perspective or whatever. So you you look at key passages like the sufferings of this world are not worthy to be compared to the glory that should be revealed to us. This momentary light of reflection is producing for me an eternal weight of glory. Um, so you, you know you look at various key parts of Scripture. Now certainly I'm talking about Scripture there, which we're going to talk about in discipline of meditation. But sometimes, uh, like I say, knowing your own temperament or your own personality. There are some people that that's one extreme of a person that's so conscientious, they may do better if they tell themselves, you know, I don't have anything to do, uh, God, because see, they so built in them their aspect of, of, of the doctrine of sanctification, they don't really understand God's part. Uh, that person can just forget what their responsibilities and focus on God, because they couldn't be irresponsible if they tried. Now, that's not everybody. Uh, there, there are others that's if you'd said that to them, they say, "Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was." Pass the pizza. Pass the pizza. You know uh, that. You know, there are different personalities or whatever. So you, you think about oneself. See, the disciplines are a gift of a gracious God, as we'll talk more about that in a, another episode in regard to motivations. They're a gift of a gracious God. They're there to be your servant, not your master. Oh, so helpful. And yes, and amen. So let's not wait. Let's get into meditation on Scripture. What promise is connected to meditation on Scripture? Well, you know, uh, I, that amazing statement that you, you read in uh, Genesis 39, the first three verses and the last three verses of, of Joseph's life, there, the Joseph narrative. Of course, he's in, he's in uh, slavery there in, in Egypt. Uh, but it says what? God was with him and made him a successful man. Uh, we, those last three verses, it says God was with him and caused everything he did to prosper. Uh, now, we know a past just like that can almost, well, heresies have been built around them, <laughs> uh, but don't let the heresies that are built around them steal the truth from you. God delights in the prosperity of his people. Uh, see, there's the same promise of God being with Joseph and prospering him. God being with Joseph, even though he's in prison uh, and prospering him, it's also connected to the discipline of meditation. You read in those first three verses of Psalm 1, how blessed is a man who doesn't walk according to the counsel of the godly, stand in the path of sinners, seat in the seat of the scornful, but his, sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law he meditates day and night. It would be like streams of that bears his fruit in the season, and whatever he does, he prospers. He prospers. God's prospering him. Same thing in Joshua 1, 8 and 9. This book of the law shall not depart from value. You shall meditate only day and night that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in, and then you'll make your way prosperous, then you'll have success. So if we define success and prosperity correctly, God wants you to be successful and prosperous. And I think the ultimate statement of success is what our precious word said at the end of his life, John 17, 4. I glorify the Father by accomplishing the work he gave me to do. Uh, if when, when God is exalted, when Christ is exalted, his purpose is accomplished, you're successful. So... Um, God, that, that's a promise connected with the meditation of Scripture. It's the road to spiritual prosperity and success. And that's an exciting promise. That is an exciting promise. And, and to that end, I'm going to pray um, briefly that we would meditate on the Word and that we would um, enjoy God in, in His Word. So, Lord, thank you so much for today, God. Thank you that we have the gift of your Bible, Lord, and that we can meditate on it day and night, God. Um, 
I pray that you would give us fruit as we read, Lord, as we abide in you, you're pruning and plucking us, Lord. Help us to be more like you, Jesus. And God, I thank you so much that um, these promises that that you promised to spiritually prosper us, that um, that is a beautiful promise. And God, I just pray that we would keep that at the front of our minds as we read your word, Lord, and know you more. God, that it would be about your glory, Lord, and a desire for relationship with you. So God, help us. We need your help to know your word. We need your help to be motivated to open your word and meditate on it. So Lord, I pray you would do that. God, thank you for Dr. Thrasher and his wisdom and his grace and the work that he does. I pray that you would bless his hands and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. 